listening to the ACB Advocacy Update. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of ACB Advocacy Updates. Uh, this is Claire Stanley, the Advocacy and Outreach Specialist with ACB. And this is Clark Rockfall, Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs. Thank you to everyone who is socially distancing with us, whether that's over <laughs> ACB Radio or your favorite podcast player. As always, you can learn more about ACB as well as the events that we're hosting for our community as everyone is um, socially distant and isolated. And you can find out more about that at acb.org. So, uh, like Clark said, we are socially distancing ourselves, but we are still coming together again this week for another uh, podcast. Um, so, I'm sitting on my couch in my place. I'm sure Clark is doing something similar. His place, where we're remote, but we're still coming together. And to make that even more exciting, we have our guest today coming at us all the way from Australia. So I think that wins as the furthest guest we've ever had. So pretty exciting. Um, so we have today um, the producer and director of a new film pro uh, program, and she can explain more about it, called Blind Love. Um, and I'll let her explain it. So without further ado, Patty Zagarella, did I get that right? Would you like to introduce yourself? Correct. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Claire. Hi, Clark. Thanks for having me. Um, so uh, the, my new web series, um, which is uh, ITVS PBS um, production called Blind Love, it follows four blind and visually impaired uh, singles in their dating life. Um, that's, the, the, that's the premise in a nutshell. Is it for people? Is it uh, two men, two women? What's the, the makeup? Uh, it's uh, one female and three men. Gotcha. gotcha. And Patty, you said that this is available um, from PBS. I believe it's part of the Independent Lens series. Um, where can folks find this series and learn more about it? The uh, Blind Loves uh, airing on Independent Lens uh, YouTube channel uh, where there is an audio described uh, version that was dropped at the same time as the non-audio described version. Um, and then on the Independent Lens Facebook page, um, it's also available on PBS Digital. And as Patty said, we always like to hear that the audio described version uh, was launched at the same time as the non-audio described version. Um, this is a documentary series. Each episode is about uh, roughly 10 minutes, like eight to 10 minutes in length. Um, Patty, where did you come up with the idea for this series? The idea, um, it was a bit random. I, um, I was talking to a friend who's an ophthalmologist and he told me a story of a patient friend of his um, who was blind, um, had met someone and fallen in love um, after being single for many, many years. And that story sparked a conversation between us about attraction and whether attraction is different for the blind and visually impaired, um, and if so, how is it different? And I got, I got to thinking that in this world that we currently live in, which is all about swiping left and right based on a first 
visual impression, I walked away thinking, is there something that sighted people can learn from the blind and visually impaired? Um, and that's kind of how the concept came about. So, which is, is unusual for the type of documentaries that I normally make, because normally um, my, I, I start films based off of um, a person that I've met or like basically based off of a subject. Um, and that often inspires uh, the, the rest of that journey. Um, but in this case, it was really a concept. Um, and then I had to go out and explore and see if it had legs. And Patty, how did you identify the, the four main subjects of this docu-series? So I knew no one from the population. So it was, it was daunting um, at first because I wasn't quite sure how people would respond to someone like me who wasn't visually impaired um, taking, on a, taking on the project. Um, so I reached out to um, ACB, um, shout out to Eric Bridges who um, encouraged me to, to go forth with the project. He thought it was, a, the ACB basically encouraged me thinking that it was a, a great theme and a great, a great universal equalizing theme that um, anyone would, would relate to and that it would cross over to the mainstream. So, which was a, a great way to raise awareness. Um, so basically the ACB put out a call for me um, and that's how I met two of my subjects. Um, uh, a woman called Joni and uh, Solomon. Uh, and then from there, Solomon suggested I reach out to someone, um, another one of the subjects, and that's how I, I met Mario. And then I, during this whole process of deciding um, how to uh, basically um, approach this, this project and I was doing a lot of research. I joined Achilles because I'm a runner. Um, and so I joined Achilles uh, New York City chapter and um, I became a guide to one of my other subjects. And through that running process together, we, I got to know him and I thought he was a great um, character. So um, I asked him to participate and he was more than happy to. How fun. So you were saying a little bit earlier, um, Patty, that you kind of came, when you were thinking about this idea, you kind of had this question looming. It sounds like, uh, you know, is there a difference for people who are blind when they're dating and that kind of thing? Um, I guess no spoiler alerts for the show, but can you tell us what was your, what was your uh, takeaway? Is there any difference? I, I kind of a leading question, but <laughs> what is your takeaway from the experience? Well, um, in so very early on in the process, um, very early on of, of filming, I, I realized that there was in fact no difference. Um, and at that point, um, you know, the question that I, I, I set out to explore is attraction different? Um, you know, and I learned that it is and it isn't. Like sighted people, we're all attracted to different characteristics, features, personalities, etc. So very early on, I thought that I had no project and I was like, oh, gee, I'm gonna have to abandon this, this idea now because this was the whole point, uh, is, was to kind of highlight the difference to see what sighted people could learn. And then, um, I, you know, I reflected on that and realized that that was actually the point of the film, that there is no difference. Mm -hmm. And if, and if um, viewers, uh, sighted viewers could, could screen this series and have that same takeaway, which um, happened, 
that realization and transformation within me took place pretty quickly. So I thought that that's a really great takeaway. Um, and then it's just an entertaining series at that point where we can all relate to love and dating. I think that's such a great thing to display that, yeah, blind and visually impaired people, we're just like everybody else. And we have horrible first dates too, and have all the same attractions and experiences as everybody else. So I, I'm really glad you moved forward with the project because it's true. It's great to just kind of put that, you know, makes it more real for people and it kind of humanizes us, if you will, to other, mm -hmm. to other viewers. Yes. Okay. And in the advocacy community, we like to say that uh, people with disabilities, people who are blind are people first. And this non-scientific study uh, helps prove that point. <laughs> but, Patty, tell us a little bit more about the, the series. And I guess one question that I have is what other um, stereotypes or preconceived notions were addressed in this series? I, I imagine there were many jokes about people who are blind going on blind dates. Blind dates. Yeah. <laughs> so. Definitely, <laughs> yes, is that there, the, the misconception that we, um, that a, a blind person wants to feel your face. That's not true. We learnt. <laughs> um, and, and the biggest, you know, for me, I think also um, the, the, what was maybe shocking at first was that blind people are just as superficial as sighted people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you heard it, ladies and gentlemen, we can be just as superficial. <laughs> Yes, judgmental, superficial, yeah, <laughs> all those things. So there. <laughs> Clark is one of the worst offenders, too. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, and Patty, how, if, if this is included in the show, how did the four subjects navigate the online dating world? Was that their preferred method? Do they prefer to meet people in person? Um, how did that break down? Also, it varied with um, each of the subjects, um, just as in real life. Some people preferred to meet people um, in person um, at bars, or um, and others preferred not to do that because of loud music. And um, and then yes, we did have um, I, uh, Mario um, in the web series prefers to meet people online, um, and that. That was a re that for me was um, an eye opener because it raised the the idea of disclosure mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. whether to disclose in your online profile whether you're visually impaired or not. And then if you don't, at what point do you drop the bomb? As that was the term that was used um, <laughs> before you go on a date. Um, and with, with Mario, I was struck by the fact that he didn't tell, um, he would tell them in person. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've heard that question and that conversation batted around in many a conversation and I have to admit, I've pondered it myself and, you know, had to decide when to disclose because it is, you know, our, what are the preconceived notions that people are going to have? Should we care? Do we care? You know, do we want our, our profile to speak for itself or just so many different variables to consider? So it's, it's an ongoing conversation. And that's something yeah. that folks face 
not only in the dating world, but also in the employment world, filling out a job application, uh, making that first impression. Do you want to be, you know, like Claire said, uh, judged on the merits or the content of your character or on this one thing that you happen to be blind or disabled? Um, mm -hmm. So that, yeah, that's a big question for folks with disabilities is, I'm sure many other folks out there, if they view themselves as having one weakness or one flaw or society views them in that way, um, how does that impact their behaviors and the decisions that they make? For sure. So, uh, Patty, what, what was your favorite part about the whole thing? You know, was it meeting the people or the, the product or what, what was kind of your favorite thing that came out of the whole experience? Uh, for me personally, it was um, the connection and the friendships that I've made with mm. my subjects of the film, actually, because it was, um, they really put themselves out there and they opened themselves up and allowed me to capture these really um, uh, vulnerable moments that, that, you know, in the best case scenario, you don't want um, anyone around, let alone a camera. And <laughs> so I just, it was really, uh, it was a, um, it was an experience that bonded us. Um, and so I have, I have great friendships with all of the subjects. And, um, and I think that's probably the biggest, um, that's what I, I've really got, gotten from the whole experience is. That's great. That's awesome. And Patty, what's next for Blind Love? Is the, the series done? Is there going to be a second series? Uh, what, what should our viewers um, expect or look forward to? Well, we'd love a second season. Um, it's um, out there now to be viewed and enjoyed. Um, and we are working toward um, either a second season or just continuing to make... Um, fun, entertaining programming that um, for and by about the, the blind and visually impaired. Yeah. But that was, that was kind of the goal with Blind Love ultimately was that we just wanted to make a, a fun series that wasn't preachy and wasn't, mm. it just was people, anyone could watch and enjoy. To, yeah. That's great. Well, awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much. This has been really fun and great to hear your perspective as the person who, you know, really dreamt up the, the product. Um, so next to our listeners, we actually get to talk to one of the subjects who participated in the, the, the whole experience. Um, so if you hang on for just a minute, don't go anywhere. We are going to come back um, and speak to Joni Martinez, who went through the whole experience. So... Uh, thank you so much, Patty. We really appreciate talking to you. And um, just hold on, everybody, and we'll be right back. In spite of ourselves, we'll end up sitting on a rainbow. Against all odds, honey, we're the big door prize. We're going to spike our noses right off of our faces. There won't be nothing but big old hearts Hey everybody, welcome back to the next portion of our podcast this week. Um, we just spoke with Patty and learned a lot about 
a blind love a great new um, series that you can watch on youtube or facebook and we're really excited now for the next portion of the show to talk about one of the subjects i think is the word we've been using one of the subjects directly to hear all about her experience going through the process um, so we'll just go right ahead and jump in and have Joni Martinez introduce herself. So Joni, you want to tell us quickly where you're from, maybe a fun fact about yourself, how old you are? Yeah, um, well, hey everybody, I'm Joni Martinez. Um, thank you, Claire, for um, having me on the podcast. Um, I live in Austin, Texas, and I am currently 33 years old. That's crazy. <laughs> I still can't believe that. Um, <laughs> But um, fun fact about me, gosh, um, other than ballroom dancing, I, I love to cook, <laughs> you know, so, and I've been, I've been having a lot of practice with that in the last couple of weeks. It's been fun. So decided to make my own little recipe book. So, um, yeah, I think that's um, probably my most exciting characteristic at this point. Those are pretty cool characteristics. I like it. Ballroom dancing and cooking. Very cool. What more do you need? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Cody, thank you so much for joining us here on the ACB Advocacy Update um, to talk about Blind Love airing on Through Independent Lens on PBS with audio description. Um, tell us how you found out about the series and what made you want to be a blind lover. <laughs> That's a that's a really good question <laughs> and a, a kind of a long story. Um, so back when um, casting was happening um, a few you know uh, a few years ago, um, a friend of mine uh, saw it on um, the AFB. She saw the casting call on the AFB website, and um, she sort of mentioned it to to me and another uh, friend of ours who uh, was also blind. And uh, she was like, yeah, you ladies are single and, you know, you're kind of in the dating scene, you know, so why don't you maybe check this out? And so we did um, mostly, mostly the other friend. I wasn't, I wasn't super um, interested at the time. And so Patty got in touch with, um, with a friend of mine and, uh, you know, that had uh, expressed interest. And um, of course we were, we were close. So Patty kind of asked her, like, well, do you have friends that you might, you know, interact with, kind of talk to about this stuff? And so she mentioned me. And so Patty kind of thought, well, let's do, you know, a, a screen test with some of your friends. So that's how I got to meet Patty. And that's sort of how I got to know a little bit more about the project. And as it, as time passed and, um, you know, I got to know Patty more, she got to know me. Um, we kind of decided, like, yeah, maybe I should be a part of this after all. And um, so that's sort of how it came about. In the beginning, you know, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't especially interested. But then after kind of um, talking to Patty and finding out, like, sort of why she wanted to do this and where she was coming from and what she sort of wanted to communicate to the world, I realized, like, you know, this is a cool opportunity. Um, and it's just a, you know, it's a it's a good sort of way to show the world that um, blindness is it's just another characteristic you know um, and to kind of show that there's so many we all are similar no matter our differences you know so I kind of that's that's when it um that's when I, I was convinced to to kind of become a part of it how exciting 
can you tell us a little bit about the process of um, you know being recorded and that whole experience I know it's something that most people have never experienced so did you enjoy it what things surprised you what things didn't surprise you um it was interesting so like i said um at first obviously it's kind of weird to think like oh my gosh somebody is going to follow me around with the camera and record my life <laughs> and then not only that but of course you know my story kind of evolved over time so i went through like the very beginning of dating and doing some online stuff and kind of wondering like how are we going to get people to sign on to this you know and then from there finding somebody who you know who who I generally had an interest in or genuinely had an interest in and kind of thinking like, well, how are, how is this going to be portrayed and mm -hmm. what's going to be required of us and whatever, you know, and um, just kind of figuring out like, how do I feel about this? You know, is my privacy going to be invaded or um, even the nervousness of not knowing how, you know, the, the final cut was going to sort of, portray us and the story you know mm -hmm. um so that was that was kind of scary at first but then um like i said as i got to know patty a little bit more and realized like you know her, her genuine interest in us and sort of just um you know her as a person she she really did want to show who we were um you know in reality who who we were as as people and individuals and so um it, it pretty much it calmed my nerves and of course mm -hmm. kind of throughout the process it was interesting because um you know i would i would have moments where i'm like yeah this is cool and then i have moments where it was like whoa this is weird <laughs> you know <laughs> so it was it was kind of a lot of different emotions that um or, or a lot of different feelings that kind of went into that but all in all it was a good time um patty is great to work with she's very just fun and um just super sweet and um the crew that we had was great um you know again some fun people and i think we all kind of took something from it like i think that um patty has said in the past that she kind of learned um all of her questions about blindness were answered just in watching what we were doing just in interacting with us and i think that was the same thing with the crew and I, and, and so you know once all of the like um kind of weirdness of meeting somebody new and having them follow you around was gone you know we kind of all got to know each other and had a good time hmm. and we had our funnies you know there was a lot of like um behind the scenes stuff that was that was funny that i kind of wish we would have gotten on camera you know like with the crew obviously they're not going to be on camera but um you know all in all it was fun and, and of course there's being on camera and kind of wondering like well i hope i look okay or i hope they don't <laughs> catch me like you know you know wiping my nose or or something like that you know or with a weird look on my face but all in all it was it was a great time so mm, joni cool. your story certainly um evolved throughout the series um i won't give away any spoilers folks need to watch for themselves and um certainly give yeah. them up on <laughs> facebook live and youtube um, but your personal story evolved so what was it like going through that process personally as you're through like your dating evolution, but then also to be sharing those, I, I don't want to say intimate moments, but those, you know, personally significant moments with a TV crew and an audience? Um, that's a good question. It, it's definitely interesting because obviously um, in the, in the documentary, you can tell that I really am not a hundred percent sure as to what I want, you know, 
out of this. And, um, and that was, that was tough because, um, you know, to have to make those decisions or even just kind of think about making those decisions in front of people can be difficult because of course you don't want to commit to something that you're not ready for and, and kind of go back and forth about it. Um, but you know, all in all, I think that having sort of some of that, um, you know, the ability to sort of talk my way through it and even just kind of think about, well, you know, what's next. And in some ways, um, you know, this kind of put things into perspective for me. It made me really have to think about, okay, well, what's next and what do I really want out of this? So um, in a way, I think the cameras were helpful because um, it sort of almost pushed me a little harder to, to really um, put my own life into perspective, you know? Um, which in a way I'm sort of grateful for because without them, who knows, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. but, um, but it, it was, it, again, it was kind of difficult at times because, um, you know, you don't, you don't always know, like, first of all, how, how you're going to be seen, um, by the camera and by the crew and by, of course, the audience, but also, um, you know, it's just, you're, you're sharing your, your personal life. You're sharing like the, the inner depths of your soul, you know, for, for like, you're, you're very vulnerable, I think. And, mm. um, I think that was, um, definitely something that kind of, um, that I would worry about, you know, throughout the process, but, um, all in all, I think it turned out very well. Sure. That's and great. Uh, speaking of being seen by the camera, by the audience, um, being seen by, um, you know, potential uh, dating partners as well. Um, will you talk a little bit about being blind in dating and the importance of personal or physical appearance? Um, I mean, there was one episode in the show where we went dress shopping with you. Um, so how important mm -hmm. is physical appearance, you know, your own appearance as well as in the dating world when you're dating someone, their physical appearance as someone who's blind? You know, I, and it's an interesting question because um, I still feel like, um, obviously I take pride in, in, in how, in my outer appearance, you know, just because, um, you know, it's a sighted world. We, we, we just live in it. And I think, kind of taking that pride is showing, you know, confidence in yourself and um, even just kind of, um, you know, obviously we all have our own styles and whatnot, but it's kind of being able to show up, like I said, your confidence, but also kind of your personal style and um, kind of your individuality. And I feel like um, personal appearance is important, um, even if I can't see my partner, just because, you know, I want somebody who, who does take that pride in themselves. Um, to, you know, take the time to, to, to put that individual style into their lives, you know. Um, now, I obviously, you know, I'm attracted to other things as well. Like, I, I actually was having a conversation with a friend yesterday who um, is also blind, and we were sort of talking about, like, you know, voice is something that's very attractive or that can be attractive um smell can be attractive of course confidence you know that's something that you can kind of perceive whether you can see or not um you can hear a smile in someone's voice which is nice um so yeah i would say that um for the most part um physical attraction still is 
um, important, maybe just in mm. different ways. For sure. What a great point. And for different reasons, of course, you know. Yeah. So one last question, um, and I always like to ask it because I've heard so many conversations about it and have experienced it myself, and I know we talked with Patty about it. When to disclose that you're blind when going online for dating sites and stuff? Uh, what's your experience oh, yeah. with philosophy and <laughs> what are your feelings? <laughs> That's a good question. So back when I was doing the online dating thing, I've, I've always kind of felt like, why is the blindness even important? Like I do a million other things. You know, I dance, I work, I cook. I, I like to work out sometimes. I like movies, music, you know. Um, I, I guess I kind of always felt like, why is that an important thing? And why would I put that in my profile? Like, yeah. I, I feel like this is something that people can learn about me along the way. Um, I work in, um, in vocational rehab. So a lot of the time, it comes up when people ask me, well, what made you decide to go into that field? And I'm not going to lie about it. You know, I'm definitely open about my blindness. There's no reason for me not to, but I don't think of it as the first, you know, as the most important characteristic about myself, you know? And so um, it was funny because when I was doing the online dating thing, I, I posted to my Facebook because um, I had a super awesome team at work and um we had I had a team of five ladies and so we would talk about these things sometimes you know and uh, a couple of us were blind a couple of us were sighted and um they were always like well yeah you should disclose in your profile it's like a business effort or you know a job type thing and I'm like no it's not you know like yeah. but so there, there these conversations would come up and so I decided to post it to my Facebook and gosh I had so many answers you know and um from both um, blind people and sighted people and a lot of it was, well, you know, um, I'm sighted and I don't know how to interact with a blind person. So I might be a little bit caught off guard on that first date. And it's like, well, you interact with the blind person the same way you'd interact with the sighted one. There's no difference there, you know. Um, and generally, if, if we need assistance in, in any way, we'll ask for help, you know, like it's not a big deal. But I, I saw a lot of, of course, um, different opinions, but also, um, you know, some of those, those ideas sort of came from really just not like having a knowledge of, of mm -hmm. what blindness is and sort of, um, how blind people function, you know? And so that was, um, that was one reason that I really liked this documentary, um, in the end, but all in all, um, I, I'd say that, uh, everybody has their own opinion on that. Mine is, is really, I don't, I don't think that, um, that blindness is going to be, you know, the characteristic that, that makes somebody attracted to me. They're going to like me because of my interests. They're going to like me because, um, of who I am, you know what I mean? And that's part of it. So if they like the rest of me, then hopefully, you know, they're okay with that piece too. And in general, I, I feel like they, they should be. Um, so I say, you know, it sort of comes when it comes. Don't lie about it. Definitely not. Um, be confident that you are who you are and that blindness isn't, isn't everything, you know? Um, but also I don't, I don't think that, um, that it should be the first thing you tell somebody about yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that your, your personal strength and confidence, as well as your passion for ballroom dancing, um, those certainly came through in the documentary and oh, by the way, you're blind as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and that's how I like to think about it. And by the way, I'm blind. Yeah. 
And it was certainly, you know, that was certainly your characteristics and your personality. Um, I think that held true for the other three subjects as well. You know, they all had their Mm -hmm. um, personal stories and journeys. um, And then just being blind was one thing that you all had in common. Um, In some cases, it may have been the only thing that the four of you had in common. So that was also (laughs) an interesting um, development and thread to watch and compare. Yeah. And that's, that's something that I loved about the documentary as well. Cause well, first of all, I mean, we're dating, we're, we're living our lives, you know, we're, we're ballroom dancing, we're playing poker, we're cooking, taking care of our families, you know, so we're, we're just like everyone else. And I think that's the biggest, um, the biggest thing that this documentary shows. And then it also shows that, you know, just like everybody else, we we're different, you know, um, I think sometimes people are like, oh, well, you're blind, so you, you must play the piano. And <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't play piano at all. If you do, great. But, you know, um, or, you know, other, other just stereotypes, I stereotypes. think, that there are out there. And um, so I, I really do, I think the, the final kind of project shows that blind people are just like everybody else in that we have our own lives and our own kind of individual stories. And we're exactly the same as everybody else and, and, and different <laughs> all at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, thank you so much, Joni. This has been so fun talking to you and um, getting a little, getting to know a little bit about your experience through it. So thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy ballroom dancing schedule to talk with us. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And thank you both Claire and Clark for having us on. Um, I hope everybody gets out there and gets to watch it. Um, but yeah, thanks for, for having uh, for having me on and for, you know, sharing our stories. Yeah, and we, we all have plenty of uh, time for watching and viewing <laughs> on our hands now. So why not go yeah. on Facebook Live or YouTube and look up Independent Lens Blind Love with Audio Description? Yeah, definitely. As always, to our listeners, if you guys have any advocacy issues you'd like to speak with Clark and myself about, you can always email us at advocacy at acb.org. That's advocacy at acb.org. We might be working from home, but we're still working, so please feel free to reach out to us. And as always, Clark, what do we say? Keep advocating. listening to the ACB Advocacy Update. You can reach us by emailing advocacy at acb.org. The ACB Advocacy Update is a production of the American Council of the Blind in Alexandria, Virginia. To learn more about ACB, visit us online at www.acb.org.